welcome. Like, Glad to have you with us. Glad I'll just jam into the bumper music again. Yeah, totally it, was just, the it, it was it was the same song that I was doing that to <laughs> earlier. So. Mike and Megan from Black Rifle with us on uh, Gary and Guns. They brought in a couple of terrific firearms. We're going to get to that. We've got a couple more stories I want to cover. Uh, but uh, the Barandes trial has been going on. And a friend of the show, Dale Roberts, who is also the head of CPOA, um, and he's a, a former sitting judge, and he's an attorney, of course, uh, was uh, in for the uh, entire trial. And I wanted to find out what he heard, what he thinks, and kind of go from there. So, Dale, welcome. How are you this morning? Good morning, sir. I'm well. How are you? Doing well. Uh, so you were in the trial from opening statements. Where, uh, first, let me just ask you this. I thought it was a two-day trial. Is it over? Yes, it's over. It was uh, all day Wednesday and, well, most of the day Thursday, not quite all day Thursday. Um, th they uh, started 9 o'clock in the morning both days, and they wrapped up Thursday uh, about, I don't know, noonish, sometime around 2, two o'clock, around there. Um, they they uh, skipped having closing, closing arguments, and they're going to submit post-trial briefs with their arguments. So they're, they're finished. Uh, any outstanding moments that got your attention? <laughs> yes, sadly. Um, I, I think I had mentioned this before. The, the university had uh, sort of suggested or quite plainly said the Second Amendment doesn't apply on campus. And I had said, you know, I, I knew there were gun-free zones. I didn't know there were constitution-free zones. <laughs> um, I'm I disappointed that. to hear that. Um you know, the, the issue that, that Professor Brandes is, is arguing he should be allowed, at the very least, to have a firearm with him on the way to work, and when he gets there, to leave it in the trunk of his vehicle. And the university thinks that's just too dangerous. Um, the university complains that, there's a, that if they allowed firearms on campus, there would be the risk of theft. There would be a risk of increased suicide. There would be a risk of... Um, if there were a shooter, a, a shooting incident, that MUPD officers would not be able to tell the good guy with the gun from a bad guy with the gun. And I'm really disappointed to hear him say something like that. I know CPD officers are able, you know, they can tell when they arrive at a scene. They know who's naughty and who's nice. Um, the guy standing there, or, or gal, the, the person holding the gun on somebody saying, don't move you know, don't touch your weapon, is not the shooter. I mean, you can tell what's going on. So anyway, um, and I, I think I said when I called in on, uh, what was it, Wednesday, you know, under the state constitution, an issue like this receives, by definition, receives strict scrutiny. Um, the, the, uh, the regulation that prohibits guns on campus has to be narrowly tailored to fit the government's need and can't be any more um, restrictive than that. And, you know, first of all, the theft of guns on campus is no is really not much different than anywhere else in society. So that's not peculiar to campus. That's not a reason that justifies restricting it on campus. And I don't think the risk of suicide is different in on campuses anywhere else. So that doesn't justify the restriction. Um, now, I've already said, you know, I think MUPD officers are able or should be able to tell a good guy with a gun from a bad guy with a gun. And even if they couldn't, that risk is no different on campus than it is anywhere else. 
um, you ask if there was anything that sort of stuck out in my mind. They, they, you know, the regulation says you can't have a weapon on campus. And when the attorneys were doing cross-examination of the police chief for campus, Doug Schwant, they said, so, you know, we did the deposition at the MUPD office, and it's pretty much centrally located in the middle of campus, right? Yes, it is. And the regulation allows that if someone has a weapon, they can bring it to the campus police department and check it in and leave it there and then get it when they leave. Isn't that right? It sure is. So, in other words, you do allow people to bring guns on campus. And that's not been a problem, has it? No. So, Uh, there were, yeah, some serious inconsistencies. That's interesting. Did did uh, did they provide any statistics on the other side that were challenged uh, by the Brande side, or the state side, I guess? They did, and uh, I, I'm not, I almost have to say I'm not sure why. Um, you know, both sides had their dueling expert witnesses um, who had studies that suggested, you know, what might happen. Neither set of statistics was remarkable. I mean, they they weren't they, they weren't very um, probative of what would happen or what could happen. Um, and you know, this is a question of law. I, I'm not sure statistics makes a difference. Uh, the president of the university, Dr. Moon Choi, testified and said, oh, this would be bad because we're a learning environment. And if we allowed guns on campus, we couldn't attract good faculty. And all due respect, that doesn't matter. That's not part of the test under the Constitution. This is really a law issue. Um, One, another interesting point, um, you know, the Heller decision, in the Heller decision, Justice Scalia, uh, when he wrote it, said something about you know, we're not uh, making changes in the longstanding prohibitions of weapons for felons or in sensitive places such as schools. And the university has tried to hang their hat on that comment and say, we're a school, so we should be exempt. And the Attorney General's office provided Black's Law Dictionary and other sources of, of Uh, authority that say school means K through 12. It it specifically does not include universities. Um, The university's general counsel started to argue about what Scalia meant when he wrote that. And the AG attorney, his last name is Sauer, I apologize, I can't remember his first name, said, excuse me, I clerked for Justice Scalia. I know what he meant when he (laughs) wrote that. So that was an entertaining moment. Couple of gotchas. Um, yes, yes. So you know, basically, this is in the hands of Judge Jeff Harris. It's a question of law. It's there's there's no precedent in Missouri. I, I'm pretty confident it'll go up on appeal, no matter which way the decision comes down. Um, and he has some uh, discretion here, just because it's a matter of how he interprets the law in front of him. All right. I, one last question. I'm just curious, especially because you brought up Scalia and in, in his uh, comment about schools. But in the state of Missouri, um, the state allows uh, schools uh, to uh, entertain having teachers or faculty who are concealed carry permit holders to carry. All you have to do is get the school board to approve. But based on right. the law, uh, 
does the school board actually still have the right to say no? Well, a if if you're talking about a K through twelve school, I think the school. You know, I haven't looked at that, and I apologize. I think the school has discretion to say no to their employees, their teachers and staff. Um, as I said, the, you know, the argument here is that the university doesn't qualify in quotes as a school. But of course, several years ago, and I apologize, I can't remember who did this amendment. Um, chapter 571.030.6 was amended to state that state employees may have a weapon on state property when they go to and from work. In other words, leave it in the car. And there are just a long list of cases that make it very clear that the curators and everyone below them are state employees. And so if nothing else, under that section of the statute, a professor, that's, uh, any faculty or staff is considered a state employee and under the statute has the right to have a weapon in the trunk of their car. And on that issue, the judge did rule against the attorney general and Professor Brandes and in favor of the university. So, I'm, so as I said, I'm pretty confident this is going to go up on appeal one way or the other. All right. Uh, Dale Roberts, uh, head of the CPOA, former uh, judge and uh, certainly an attorney. Thank you for calling Jerry? in. Huh? Can I, I'm sorry, can I, can I take uh, advantage of this opportunity? Um, I've been listening to the show this morning, dozing on the couch with my dogs, but I wanted to thank CMMG and Black Rifle. They've made a very generous donation to the Police Officers Association for our upcoming handgun match, and it really means a lot to us, and we, we appreciate their support of the law enforcement community. Oh, it's definitely our pleasure. I mean, anytime we have Thank an opportunity to, to support local law enforcement in any way we can, we try to. Uh, no, Dale, you can't, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I too late? What? <laughs> all right, Dale, thank you. Thanks. Hey, thanks for God. all the clarification, Dale. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, you can't say that <laughs> after he's done. All right, it is 18 minutes after the hour. Uh, when uh, we finish uh, giving you some uh, important messages from some great sponsors... We're going to tell you what uh, Black Rifle has brought into the studio, and it is really neat. Gary on Guns, 93.9 Eagle. It is uh, 23 minutes after the hour. Glad to have you with us. Um, Mike and Megan in from Black Rifle. I've been, uh, see, now I was going to hand this one to you and let you go through it, Megan, uh, but I've been fondling it since you brought it in. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like you're going to have to pry this out of my hands. Uh, but you also brought in, brought in a rifle. Uh, that mic is hugging. Oh, did, see, isn't that a sweet sound? Mm -hmm. I have it propped up by the microphone. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like music to my ears. I just like. Can you play that song one more time? Oh God, I love that. <laughs> what pray tell are you holding? A gun. No. <laughs> so that is the Springfield M1A tanker. I was like, I was going to be able to be, tell you Springfield M1A, but <laughs> then I was going to like, I don't know which variant it is. Yeah, but. it's their new tanker, so it's actually... Um, Hand it over to somebody who knows what the hell it is. <laughs> Give it to Megan. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. It's based off the World War II Garand uh -huh. tankers, um, so it's more of a the, their original like SOCOM design of a 16 and a quarter inch barrel, but you're actually getting a... Woodstock, because typically you only find those on the match variants that have a longer barrel. So it's a little bit more compact, and it's a beaut. Yeah, it, it is. is. And it is a real wood. Uh, the furniture is real. It's yeah. not plastic. Well, the top 
piece is plastic. Is it? But, yeah. Yeah. So, so the actual stock itself is wood, but yeah. then there's a there's a, a shroud that goes over the top of the barrel that has the color of wood, but is not. It's deceiving because it looks. I'm it, sorry. What'd you say, Mike? Nothing. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Thought I heard something. It's deceiving though because the color of the the polymer <laughs> piece actually looks like. Yeah, it looks like the rest of the stock. Uh -huh. I mean, it's just I don't know. It's there's something about it. I mean, it's for. For an M1A, it's short, stubby, stocky. I mean, this thing, it's aptly named a tanker because, I mean, the thing just reminds you of a tank. Like, it's going to go through anything. Uh, shoots 308. It's got the traditional M1A-style action to it, uh, you know, flash hider. I mean, the thing is just a beast. And since it is chambered in 308, I mean, we know SVK, you know, like, probably needs this. Scott, this is what I texted you about. I'm sorry. Scott, we have an M1A tanker. This thing is awesome. Keep the 308 theme going. Yeah, he, yeah, he has a thing for 308s. But I, you know, I uh, an M1A has been a gun that I've been wanting for quite some time. Um, the, the downside is every variant is so damn cool. I can't figure <laughs> out which, which one, one you I want. want. Yeah. See, I never wanted an M1A until we got this one in. Yeah. It's I, I could see that. I don't I don't I don't know what it is about it other than all of it. Well, I remember one of the first rifle classes that uh, I helped give uh, with Learn to Carry. Uh, we had we had a guy took the class with an M1. Did he? So really? we had a bunch of guys on the line with with ARs, and we had one guy just you know being a beast and just doing it with an M1 the entire time. I was now just how, like, how many rounds? Now, if magazine or it's got a magazine. How many rounds uh, does that hold? That's a 10-round. 10-round. Mm -hmm. See, the anti-gun people who all hate AR-15s and AK-47s would probably not object to that rifle. No, they would They would look at it and just probably skim right over it, and it's a 10-round 308, which is just devastating. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we can get 20 and 25-rounders. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they definitely make larger capacity magazines, so um, and makes it look and shoot even cooler. <laughs> now, how many of those do you guys have in stock? Is that it? Uno at the moment. Yeah. Just that one. The, Just. the M1s don't come around that often. They're, they're few and far between. What is that? Uh, do we know? Do we have a price on that? 1830. 1830, but that is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's, that is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a modern piece of history, if that makes sense. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, uh, it, it, it's modern built, but it's a historic piece. Says a guy who thinks they don't make antiques like they used to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I, if if I can confuse people, I am all about it. <laughs> well, you you have succeeded. You have succeeded. Uh, all right, so yeah, that uh, will be at Black Rifle uh, later today. Yes. Yeah. What I say always works sometimes. But it is on the website if you want to buy it now and pick it up when I get it there. All right. So you're you're actually trolling people right now to buy that before you even get down. Well, there. hey, the last time I was on, I brought that CZ. It sold at nine forty five. <laughs> so by the time I got there, saw the order and called and said, "Okay, it's here. It's gone." It's hey, and the <laughs> least what you have in your hand is going to be at the store. You know, I'm not buying it, and it's, or it's not mine. So. Well, you already bought the first one. Correct. Yeah, it never sold the lead today. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I. She texted me. She's like, "I might have something you're going to want," and I responded with exactly what it was. And she's like, "Maybe." I'm like, "I want it." <laughs> All right. So uh, the customer uh, gets this one. Uh, and are these hard to come by? I mean, are, are, they're they're really really new, um, and they're they're definitely 
becoming more available. So um, I, I'm hoping that you know if we sell that one, um, we'll be able to replenish it fairly quickly. Um, you right. know, and we might be able to get a couple in stock. I don't want to go into great detail on this. One I was yet. looking at the clock <laughs> because uh, we're running out of time here, and we'll be up against the news. So I'm going to just change directions briefly, and then we'll then we'll uh, explain what this other firearm is uh, right after the news. Uh, then the uh, next time uh, that we air Gary on Guns, there will be some exciting changes uh, that will happen to the show. Uh, you guys know what it is, but we're not at liberty to share it with the rest of the listeners. Ah. Um, but it is going to be really exciting. Uh, if, if you've been listening to the show for years and uh, you, you wait for the... Uh, I'm just going to give them a little hint. Uh, and you see the photograph on our Facebook page of whatever firearms they've brought into the studio... You're going to love it starting next week because yep. it's going to revolutionize. Ooh, we haven't sent photos yet. I huh? Did. You did? Okay. I just, just sent them to Brian. Did okay. you? Yep. All right. So both these firearms are already uh, headed over for uh, to Facebook. Uh, and if you have a comment, and i got to remind people of this, if you have a comment on the Saturday show, it's Gary on Guns on Facebook. If you make your comment on, on the weekday show, I won't see it until after the, uh, pro, the broadcast is uh, is done. Uh, so make sure you send it to Gary on guns. And these uh, guns are going to be available at Black Rifle when we get done with the show. And I don't think we've said it yet, but where's Black Rifle located? <laughs> oh, that's somewhere in Boonville, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. I always get confused about the exit. Is it the second exit? It's the middle exit. Or is it the mi it's the middle exit? It's the middle exit. Yes. Um, from which direction? Yes. E yes. Yes. Both, both. <laughs> exit 103. Yeah. All right, so there you have it. You know now how to get there, uh, and these will—they'll um, be in in stock uh, shortly after the program. Uh, and I'm sure it'll take you a little time because you follow all the speed limits, yes. don't you? Yes, always. Are you going down there, Mike? Or are you? Are you? Uh, I, 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 am you gonna, I am off today, but yeah, I'm. I've he's got off a, today. Yeah. yeah. Hey, me too. Yeah. Well, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> back to tell you about this other firearm on Gary Hunt Guns on the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 35 minutes after the hour and uh, Black Rifle is in studio, pleased to tell you. And uh, with uh, in a, this is a 40 or is this a 9? This is a 9. 9mm. 9mm. I've been fondling this thing, Mike, uh, since uh, Megan brought it in and it is really a really neat gun. This this is an incredible gun. Uh, so for everybody listening, what I am holding here is the new six hour. This is gonna be a mouthful. <laughs> uh -huh. This is the new six hour P three twenty X five Legion. Uh, so P three twenty being six hours striker fired polymer framed gun that they came out with a few years ago. It also got rewarded the Army and, and Marine mm -hmm. Corps contracts. So this is going to be the new firearm for those branches. Uh, when you get into the X five and the X series, you get into a completely redesigned frame that's a lot more ergonomic, better beaver tail, better cocking serrations. Uh, you're just getting into kind of more of a performance oriented. And with this particular one, this is the Legion, which is kind of their top of the line. Uh, the cool thing on this gun is there's so many things I could talk about on this gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. First thing I noticed is the heft. I thought it was yes, all steel. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that's the thing you notice first. Uh, so 
all the 320s, including most of the X, all the X5s except for this one, they're a polymer framed gun. Well, the Legion, they did something really cool because they want this to be more of a competition gun. They actually are using tungsten infused polymer for the frame. So the frame itself, like if you took all the components out of it and literally just had the frame sitting there, the frame itself is like 0.9 pounds just for an empty frame. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's definitely got some heft to it. But the awesome thing about that is due to that you know, extra weight, it greatly reduces recoil. So it just makes this an incredible shooting gun. Uh, so that's one of the cool things. I mean, that's possibly one of the coolest things on there. Is, I mean, tungsten-infused polymer. You know, so that's something new that they did with this. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. So Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's something new. It's a new process. That I'd say it, weighs about, it feels about the same weight as a 1911. I would almost say it might weigh more. Might It might. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this thing definitely has some heft to it. Uh, you have really nice, deep caulking serrations on the slide. Uh, you have a relief cut on top of the slide. You have three holes cut into it to reduce a little bit of weight toward the muzzle end. Um, you have, I can't remember who is it that makes the sights. Uh, it's the, it, it's a it's a target style sight with a fiber optic front. It actually it comes with a green one in it. It also comes with additional green and red vials that you can replace them if you break them or lose them or want to change them. Um, the rear sight is completely adjustable for elevation and windage. Uh, the rear sight also comes off as a complete plate, and you can put a red dot on it. It's designed for the Sig Romeo uh, or the Leopold Delta Point. Uh, the slide catch is ambidextrous. Uh, it has an incredible trigger on it. It's got a flat bar trigger with a little hook on it, very short reset. They completely tweaked uh, the, the trigger on it. Uh, it has an extended magwell, uh, which makes the reloads a little bit faster. And it comes with three 17-round 9mm magazines that have a special Legion base plate to it, which is basically a reinforced aluminum base plate so that when you're shooting competitions and those things come flying out and hit the ground, uh, you're not going to tear them up like you would plastic. So, uh, I mean, that's kind of all the features. Uh, but until you get your hands on it, I can I can talk about this thing till I'm blue in the face, but until you get your hands on it and you actually feel it, you, it's really tough to appreciate. Uh, well, thank you know, you. The, just, I know why you're handing me this. Yeah, I want you to <laughs> buy it. The longer I hold on to it, the yeah. harder it'll be to say no. So, yeah, I mean, so in, until you can really get your hands on it, uh, I mean, first off, I think it's a beautiful gun. I love the way it looks. Yeah. Um, the heft to it just makes it brilliant to shoot. Uh, I actually picked up one uh, last week prior to, like, it, it came in. I had it, like, paperwork and everything done, but it never saw the light of day. I'm like, I want that gun. Um, I took. Well, some, everybody should have at least one for their home, and now you do. And, yeah, and, and that's good. Yeah, that's good. And I and I took friends out uh, last weekend to do some shooting, and we shot some steel plates. And I'll tell you, people that you know, have like little to no experience with shooting steel plates were just being able to shoot it, you know, plate after plate after plate after plate, uh, and it. It really kind of can make you a better shooter. Uh, yeah, I it, love this trigger. I am not used to triggers. Uh, at first, it, it chambering is really easy. This thing is... And it does come with two different uh, replaceable guide rod springs. So depending on how heavy of a load you shoot, if you're shooting a competition or home defense or whatever it is, 
you can actually tune it a little bit to make sure it cycles pretty decently. Uh, it's got a fairly heavy spring in it right now, which I've noticed when you shoot it, uh, it doesn't really make the rounds go flying out of it like you would typically see. They just kind of dribble out the side almost. So you can tell that that spring is really absorbing a lot of the recoil too. So it's just, yeah. That is a neat. I, w- I was super excited to get it. I'm still super excited about it. And I think somebody just needs to come in and get this thing in their hands because, I mean, if you can tell from listening to Gary this morning, uh, you know, him just holding this thing. For an like, hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes, that's all I've been doing is fondling this gun. Yeah. Somebody I mean, buy this and yeah, save my wife. Yeah, once you get wife. it in your hands, it's just like, yeah. That, that, it, once you get past the heft, because it's it's going to trick your brain. You're going to look mm-hmm. at it and be like, oh, it's going to be a light gun. I thought it was going to be a polymer, and, <laughs> yeah. I, and it was not. But I'm telling you right now, if somebody buys this, my wife won't be upset with me because I've spent more money on a firearm. So you make my wife happy and buy this gun because it's going to haunt me until And it I will call. be a black rifle because I already have one. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, I mean, it's just super, super light little reset. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mike. You're welcome. <laughs> Please put that back. Well, and the other cool thing, too, I, I, I missed on this, is since it is a 320, it is completely modular. Uh, you do hear about a lot of polymer guns that have interchangeable back straps. The cool thing about it being completely modular, you can order a lighter frame for it. Uh, I think Black Rifle can probably get just a straight polymer one for about mm-hmm. $90. I wouldn't uh, dare. And that would be like molesting. High. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, well, I'm thinking the X5. So the, 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 the X5 non-Legion is about 90 bucks, but otherwise you can get them for about 60 I think. I th- yeah, I think so. Um, so if you wanted to turn this gun into a carry gun that's a little lighter, you could simply just replace the frame. All the internals are still serialized to this gun, so it's it's literally, you know, have Megan order for you, order it online, you know, whatever the situation is, it can go straight to your house. You don't have to do a background check on another frame. Or, if you already have a full-size SIG is offering direct from them. I haven't seen it other than SIG's website. Maybe one of their master dealers might carry them. Uh, you can actually get that tungsten-infused frame on its own. Um, those are about 300 bucks. Oh, and one other small fun thing. Since this is the Legion, um, you oh, get to yeah. become a member of the Legion by owning one. So there's a little card in the box that you call SIG, and you basically say, hey, this is what I've got. You give them some information, and they're going to send you a SIG Legion challenge coin and a 511 tactical legion case specifically for it so it does come with a plastic case but just by being a member of the legion by owning the legion you also get a really cool 511 case for it that also unlocks some access to legion specific stuff on sig's website yeah so you get to be kind of part of an exclusive club you know so the cool kids have them Mm -hmm. wow so there's wow. a lot involved with this gun, Boy. so I, I, I think that might be the most in-depth we've gone over a gun. Uh, it, it's probably because I'm really excited about it still. <laughs> it is really remarkable. You gotta get a, you've got to get down to Black Rifle and, and take a look at it. So we'll see you there around 10, right, Gwen? No, no, Gwen's working. Oh, see, oh. Gwen's, the, threat to Gwen, <laughs> the, the threat to Gwen is when I show up at home with this, and she goes, did you buy another one? For uh, her? Yes. I mean... Oh, hey. <laughs> you are. This is, you had to play that right. You're like, yes, I bought You're this for you. Honey. Used cars or what? Uh, New, New I York. did actually. <laughs> Holy Toledo! All right, let me move on. I got a uh, message. I got a question here from Michael. Uh, it says, "Good morning, guys. I have a Smith and Wesson SW40 VE. Okay, I'd like to get something similar, yet smaller, 
and has greater round capacity. Any suggestions? And we'll find out what you have in the way of suggestions next. You're listening to Gary on Guns, 93.9 Eagle. <laughs> what, what did you have for breakfast this morning? I just had that monster. Holy so. Toledo, you got to cut back on the monster. <laughs> I only do a monster when I'm in this building. He's jamming to the tunes here, folks, 50 minutes after the hour. And uh, Mike and Megan are in from Black Rifle. Having fun. Uh, Michael uh, sent me a message on Facebook. Good morning, guys. I have a Smith & Wesson SW40VE. I'd like to get something similar yet smaller and has greater round capacity. Any suggestions? That sounds like a tough one. And this is going to be a tough yep. one, especially if you're wanting to stay in a 40. Because uh, honestly speaking, uh, capacity for size, the SW40VE is probably one of the best ones out there. Uh, you can get smaller, uh, but you're not going to gain capacity. Um, unless you were to want to change to a nine millimeter, in which case that, that opens up a door to a whole lot of things. Um, you know, if you're, if you want to just kind of breathe some new life into your SW40VE, I would highly recommend looking at Apex triggers and maybe just swap out that trigger and that will bring that, that'll bring a whole new life to that gun for you. Uh, if you're looking for something smaller for conceal and carry reasons, uh, I would just, maybe take a step back and just really look at maybe getting the apex trigger and get a quality conceal and carry holster because you would be surprised how easy that could actually be to conceal on you uh, with a proper holster with me as the example i'm a whole 120 pounds Really? I, I didn't see you carrying any weights. I know. That's with her carrying that M1A. Yeah, yes. <laughs> this girl is 120 pounds. I'm 99. <laughs> well, I can conceal carry a Glock 19. Which is... which no is No problem, which is the same size as that SDB 40. Right. Yeah, it's comparable in size to that SD 40. So if I can do it, anybody right. can. All right, uh, we've got some new ammo news because I hadn't heard of this round. But well, so yeah, so something something I'm excited about instead of just the Sig Legion uh, is a new ammo ammo that Federal came out with. It's called a Syntec. I mean, it's probably been out for a little while, but it's really starting to to gain some traction. Uh, the cool thing about this ammo is it's perfect to use on the range and go out and uh, do your plinking and stuff with. Instead of being a full metal jacket, it actually has kind of a polymer coating around the lead instead of copper. Uh, so advantages of that, uh, for one, uh, you can probably shoot like seal targets and reactive targets a little closer uh, because you don't have to worry about that lead jacket possibly fragmenting and, and having shrapnel coming back at you. It's going to almost act a little bit more like a frangible ammo. Uh, the other nice thing about it is, since it is a polymer-coated versus metal, uh, your gun runs significantly cleaner when you shoot it. Uh, Julie Golub actually had a video where she shot a 1,000 rounds out of one of her 9 millimeters, ran a patch through it after a 1,000 rounds, and it was still pretty clean. Uh, then, of course, you also have polymer on metal versus metal on metal, so you have cooler operating, so you're going to get typically longer life out of your rifling and your barrel. Uh, and an added benefit is it's lower recoil too. So I mean, you have if you if you want some ammo that's going to be really cool to go out into the range with, I would definitely look at it. Black Rifle's got uh, some 50 round boxes in the nine mil. They even have range packs in like 40 and 45. Uh, you know, the, 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 another thing you can definitely tell the difference between it and your regular ammo is the polymer coating is red. It kind of looks like a little mini lipstick. 
<laughs> it's it's kind of odd, uh, you know, brass with this red projectile sticking out of it. That's a very good comparison. Uh, but it's uh, so you definitely know it's you're going to be your target ammo. But it is it is so much fun to shoot. It's just you know, couple that with the Sig Legion, and you could go clear a rack of plates, you know, real easy. You know, he hasn't stopped smiling. I since know. He got it. He's. <laughs> I, I don't know. You can Brian to cue up some bumper music for me. I can yeah, dance in here. <laughs> dance a little bit. Wow. Uh, there. No, that's not the right one. Come on. That's not the right one. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wants- no, that was less danceable. <laughs> or at least I can't do something to that one. All right. I want to ask you guys a question. And I, I've been asking every show uh, about this. And I'm curious to see where you guys stand on this. How often do you clean your firearms? Not as often as I should. Bingo. <laughs> I've not gotten a different answer from anybody. It also depends on which ones we're talking about for me. Because I have some older revolvers that I'll clean, you know, right after I shoot. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, revolvers I clean almost immediately. I couldn't Uh, tell you the last time I cleaned my SBR or my Glock 19. Same? uh, Yeah. I mean, I went out to the range with my Legion last week, and I haven't cleaned it yet. See, now we all know that you can't leave that gunk in there. Uh, that it'll lead to pitting and all kinds of stuff. You sh- you should always clean it after you've gone shooting. Yeah. But I don't know anybody, and even uh, it, it's do as we say, not as we do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it typically is. I but, clean them when I get bored. But you know what? I haven't seen any downside um, of, of my firearms. You know, I do clean them with, with modern technology not- and modern coatings on so much stuff. You can be a lot more abusive, and I think that. I think that kind of goes hand in hand. You you probably had people that were being a little more abusive to their guns, which kind of forced gun manufacturers to, instead of getting guns coming in to be warrantied all the time, going, okay, what can we do to ease this burden? And then they start coming up with new products that make it easier. And then as that becomes easier, people clean it less. So it's just kind <laughs> of a weird progression. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously you're, if you're going to store it, uh, I, I highly recommend you know trying to get in there and clean it, uh, but unfortunately, I, I don't always take my own advice. <laughs> yeah, I, I've uh, I've been a sinner myself, uh, and I and that's what got me thinking about this. Is you know we've talked about this, and I give out the right advice, but I, it suddenly dawned on me one day. Well, hell, I'm not doing this, and I'm telling people well, to do this. I mean, for years, I jokingly said that I think Glock somehow devised a way to use dirt as a lubricant. <laughs> because, I mean, you just run the living daylights out of a Glock, and it just, the dirtier it gets, it seems like the better it runs. I don't know. It's weird, but. Did you guys, well, you guys were just talking about a, a trigger, was it a trigger replacement uh-huh. for Glock? Apex. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of, for Glock, there's a ton of aftermarket mm-hmm. support. Uh, Apex triggers really started off with the Smith & Wesson M&P market, and they really expanded into a lot of other ones. Um, man, I, you just got some new ones in the Black Rifle, didn't you? Uh, or that's a special order? Uh, that was a special order. We did a, a Zev trigger. Oh, man. Um, CMC does triggers. I put an agency in mine. I mean, sky's Ghost. the limit. Uh, yeah, there, there are a ton of manufacturers out there. Uh, the main thing is keep in mind, if you are looking at doing a trigger job on your gun, uh, keep in mind what that gun is going to be used for. 
Uh, you know, if it's your carry gun, I don't know that you want to go something just ignorantly light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are some really good carry option triggers out there, which basically take a little bit of creep and stuff out of your gun, make it a more positive reset. Don't necessarily make it a easier pull. Um, but they also maybe make it where you can get a very uniform, um, you know, purchase on it every time. So, you know, your finger is going to be on the shoe in the right place every time. Uh, so, uh, but if you're looking at a competition gun, make it light, make it fun. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of things to keep in mind with that. So, uh, you know, go to Black Rifle, get their recommendations on the various ones available too. All right. Now, while we're talking about this, um, so, you know, I, I imagine that most of us do not want to disassemble our firearms. Uh, so you got to have somebody who knows something about guns. Uh, so if you're looking for uh, a gunsmith, uh, we know one. Yes, we sure do. Doc with Rooster Industries. See, if, if I'd given Brian warning, he would have... I know, he could have had it. He could have had the sound effect ready for, for Rooster Industries. But he didn't have any warning. Uh, but Doc was in uh, the last time you were in. Yep. And, uh, in fact, they're, they're actually doing some training over here at the uh, Law Enforcement Training Institute. Yeah, so they're both ad- adjunct uh, instructors with LATI. Wow. Can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you need uh, a little gunsmith work, uh, you get a trigger or something like that, you don't feel comfortable disassembling your firearm, that's the place to go. Yep, absolutely. Uh, call Doc. Rooster Industries, is it uh, .com? Um, I think it's uh, industriesllc.com. Roosterindustriesllc.com. Uh, and they'll be able to help you. Uh, the firearms we talked about today, you can see them on our Facebook page, Gary on Guns. Uh, just as quickly as Megan can uh, drive down to uh, Boonville. Uh, she will bring those uh, firearms into a uh, black rifle. You got to You the. I, I'm just going to say this. It looks like the M1 Garand, and it is just beautiful. Yes. Um, that's going to be down there. And frankly, um, if uh, your greatest danger here is that uh, Mike will buy a second one of these. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I already had a customer send me a message saying, what were you guys just talking about? Because I feel like I need to come in and see it. Really? Already? Yep. All right. So they were listening. It's the SIG P320 X5 Legion. And it is beautiful. Also known as pure awesomeness. It really, really is. <laughs> so, uh, but you and I, will get together uh, maybe next week. We'll go out oh, and for shoot, sure. shoot one. Uh, we'll shoot both these firearms. Hey, and now that you have ammo for a twenty two TCM, we can try it, too. <laughs> you know, yeah, I got it from uh, Black Rifle. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> All right, whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Grandbaby, honey, coming on.